0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer.
1: And I'm Jake Sherman.
0: And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your headlines of the day. Number one, why an immigration and border security deal is looking bad. Number two, Speaker Mike Johnson's Hell Week. And number three, the latest from the vault. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Andrew Desiderio, Lines up the top really nicely this morning, looking at how difficult a border and immigration deal is, not just to get Republicans and Democrats on the same page, but just to get Republicans on the same page.
1: Yeah, it's something to look at here. Um, and this is important to keep in mind as we get into the, as we get into 20, uh, you know, the next couple of weeks in 2024 is, um, there's two competing things going on here. There's the House, which is on track to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas and potentially Joe Biden. Uh, there's Donald Trump rushing toward the Republican nomination, most likely. And Speaker Mike Johnson um, in an increasingly perilous position with his uh, right flank, a story we've heard before. And all of those ingredients do not seem the that do not make it likely that a border deal will come together. Plus the, um, the, the border deal, the border negotiations are slowing down. Um, James Lankford, the Republican from Oklahoma is walking back his prediction about a deal this week and balking at the GOP's effort to impeach Mayorkas. Um, So here's what I will say Um, right now, given where we are, um, it doesn't it just doesn't seem likely that the political dynamics are making it are making it a um, uh, making a border deal look look probable. Um, and, and we already have Speaker Mike Johnson saying and has already said to to House Republican freshmen we reported last week that he is not interested that he doesn't think the Senate could produce something that Republicans, that House Republicans could pass. So I, I you know, Anna, color me skeptical here. Um, and, and Johnson, by the way, also said he wants to negotiate with the White House. So um, listen, we'll get into this in a second here. But Johnson's position is increasingly in jeopardy. I don't know about his his actual position, but his political position is in big is in big uh, jeopardy um and uh you know I I, I just it, it doesn't look good for a border deal uh, uh at this point
0: yeah I mean listen I think of it, the odds were always against it right I feel like I've been covering these things for the past couple of decades uh where there, where there decades are, like, wow, wow. And I know I know it, it's hard to believe given I, 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 when, I i thought know, you that's what, what I didn't get we're 30 yeah. when we start recording this podcast I thought I but,
1: thought it was but, I, I thought you were only 25.
0: I, you know, hey, I'm timeless Jake. take. Uh, <laughs> you think about this and, and where the politics and, and the policy, they were in such different places. They were actually much more uh, aligned between the parties and there was an effort to try to get them on board. I think what you see now is, especially going into an election year uh, for so long, this this issue and certainly Republicans see it as a huge potential issue to exploit against Democrats in the 2024 cycle. Uh, hard to see them coming together and do the kind of hard things uh, that are going to need to be done and and, and decisions that are going to have to be made and compromises that are going to have to be made. Well, you know, we'll see the, co- the talks continue in the Senate, but it's almost like we're in just kind of parallel universes between w- the conversation in the Senate versus uh, the House, not only on... Just to, just to the point that, like, you know, Senator Lankford's key White House negotiator is Alejandro Mayorkas. The guy who the House Republicans are trying to and on the road to impeach. Uh, Hard to, you know, be able to negotiate on the one hand, but then, you know, impeach him on the other uh, and actually come to a deal that is going to get be able to pass both the Senate, the House and uh, get the White House's signature.
1: Yeah, I find it hard to believe. Anna, I'm going to mention one other thing here that's not related that uh, we have in in the newsletter this morning, which is uh, Steny Hoyer running for reelection. Um and we have an interview with him this morning, Hoyer. Um, you know Anna has been here. uh, He's eighty four years old. He's seeking a twenty third term in the House of Representatives. His new wife is on board. He's in good health, and uh, he thinks he would, Not not thinks if 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 Democrats win the majority, he'll be the chairman of um uh financial services general government appropriations committee. You know Anna. Stanny Hoyer um, is just—he's gonna keep on trucking, I and mean, it's pretty amazing, huh? <laughs> Will you be running Punchbowl News at eighty-four?
0: I mean, one—one one can only uh, imagine those days. Uh, let's move forward to the number two story of the morning: Speaker Mike Johnson's Hell Week. Uh, we don't use that lightly, and. Uh, the item this morning takes a look at how, uh, not only as we have been detailing here, chronicling for the past uh at least couple of weeks, kind of this this stress that he's going to be under uh, as it comes to passing government funding, uh, coming not only the pressure externally but also man, he is not making a lot of people in his own conference happy.
1: Uh, yeah. Um. So, we're he's in trouble. Mike Johnson's in trouble. Um, and I, I don't know. Let's put it this way: I don't know that Mike Johnson's going to get ousted as speaker. I just don't know. But he, the the talk right now in the House Republican conference is not good for Johnson. Um, he, you know, um, the 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 fiscal responsibility act, which he locked in here with this deal, with about sixteen billion dollars more in savings, is um, not something that House Republicans like. Um, and here's what one very plugged in House Republican told us significant concerns growing about Mike's ability to jump to this level and deliver conservative wins, growing feeling that he's in way, way over his head. As much as there was valid criticism and frustration with Kevin, Mike is struggling to grow into the job and is getting rolled even more than McCarthy did. (laughs) Um, wow. Um. So, are Johnson's days numbered?
0: Not a big vote of confidence there.
1: <laughs> yeah, listen, I don't. Um, uh, I am. Um, I, I'm surprised by that quote, uh, which I got, so I shouldn't be that surprised by it. <laughs> but um, and a practical thing, Anna, that we need to discuss is that Johnson seems to be softening, or at least non-committal, on um, a short-term CR. He said he was done with short-term CR, something we said at the time was a very um, uh, interesting proclamation to make. But listen, January 19th, 10 days away, um, uh, you know, this is the, this is the, they don't have much of a choice but a short-term CR. So Johnson's walking this back in a way that I think makes, or, or I would say this, his operation is softening on this in a way that makes sense, but could catch him flack. Uh, on the right, and we'll catch him flack on the right, and uh, will be an interesting week for Mike Johnson.
0: Yeah, I mean, not surprising, right? I mean, they have not passed the twelve spending bills. We've been hurtling towards this deadline with no real movement, uh, you know, in in terms of kind of actually getting the substance passed on a in a lar- longer term uh, scenario. Oftentimes, leadership does make. Commitments that they aren't going to do CRs is a kind of a way to force the market and, and force the negotiations. But clearly, uh, it it would be a massive, massive, uh, you know, kind of sea change for them not to kind of pass some type type of short term CR at this point. We will be covering that very closely. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning, Jake. We've got the latest from uh, the Vault Premium Policy. Top tax writers closing in on a bipartisan deal to revive some business tax benefits and expand the child tax credit. The big question now, who's bought in and can it pass? Color me very skeptical. Jake, we just talked about why immigration is hard. We've talked about the fact that Johnson's probably going to have to pass just a short-term CR to keep the government funded. Uh, hard to see this big of a package uh, move forward in a, a short amount of time.
1: Well, listen, there's two things at play here. Are they going to get a deal? It seems like, yes, they're on the brink of a deal, which we scooped last night. Um, Laura Weiss, are uh, part of our vault team, uh, coming on at just the right time here. Um, it does look like there is going to be some deal that Republicans are going to unveil to their members this week. Now, can they... Um, can they get this through Congress? They'd have to do it probably on on suspension, uh, which is uh, it requires a two thirds majority. Uh, I I don't know the answer to that. I am skeptical too, as is the Republican leadership, to say the least. So, uh, but listen, Anna, as you know, there's a lot of businesses, a lot of in- entities in town that are very pumped up about the po- the prospect of a tax bill. So we'll have to see how that ha- What happens with that?
0: Well, and it sets the stage, even if it doesn't end up happening, you know, in the short term. This These types of negotiations set the stage for what could happen in 2025 when you have a huge uh, number of tax uh, provisions expiring. So uh, certainly be a ton of activity uh, and, and table setting at the very least, if not an actual piece of legislation that passes uh, here in the next you know, few weeks. With that, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, share it with your friends. Tell your mom about it. Share it on social media. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter, which, as we mentioned yesterday, has a had a facelift. It's easier to read, easier to share. You can do that with just an email at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.